going to welcome you back to the Principles Podcast today. Today, we have Mr. Bandera, who is navigating the seas of his backyard. We are blessed with Mr. Herner, who has been helping us out tremendously from a tech side. Once again, we have Mr. Hyam back in the house, sporting a new timeout hat, and we have Brother Goss. You two guys are our first faculty members that are teachers, and you happen to share a room. So, uh, Mr. Herner, how's things been going on your end? I know we've actually popped in a few of your classes. How's things been going? Uh, as good as can be expected, I guess, would be the answer. Uh, you know, I have uh, some great engaged students today uh, in uh, business communications. We were uh, rambling around together in the rooms of LinkedIn. So uh, was able to have a, a, a meet and uh, students then uh, went with me and created their LinkedIn profile. So some some pretty practical stuff. And uh, so um, that was one th fun thing we did today. Uh, gave a test today online, which is a new thing for all of us. So uh, it's a new challenge. And uh, but the students have been uh, good sports about it all. So, Mr. Herner, what did you use for your test today? What um, what software system? Actually, I had a uh, I had a PDF with the students uh, loaded something called Cami on where they could uh, annotate that PDF and I could watch them as they annotated it. So it was kind of a shared it was like a shared document mm -hmm. and each one had their own and they uh, uh, did their test even down to I uh, could watch them as they wrote an essay, which uh, so uh, it worked out well. Did you get any feedback from the students on the experience of what they thought about it? Not yet. That was my last class of the day today. So uh, I plan on uh, finding out tomorrow. Uh, they just said it was easy to do. So um, um, from that standpoint, it was a good thing. And uh, maybe we'll let it sink in a little bit and then talk to them tomorrow about how they felt while they were doing it. Sure. And Brother Goss, you love, both of you guys love uh, human connection and uh, more recently, it's been you and your your fellow Chardonnites inside your house and your wife. And how have you been doing with this transition to technology? Well, the kids, I think, have been doing an amazing job. Um, I was pretty nervous about this all starting because I've never taught this way before, you know, just online. And so I was concerned that the kids would, you know, not be able to engage very fully. And so far, I've been really impressed with the way they've taken this on. Um, my AP kids have been keeping the learning logs to kind of keep track of the review that they're doing to get ready for the AP exam, um, which is coming up here pretty quickly, about four weeks. And with my eighth graders, they've been reading a book that we've read for years, but we've always read the book together in the room. And I've been able to talk with them as we've, you know, read the book and kick, kick ideas around. And that's the thing that I'm really missing is just being able to, you know, look a kid in the face and say, hey, what do you think about that? And have them, you know, tell me what they think about that. <laughs> but they've been pretty good in, you know, exchanging emails when they don't understand something, um, being a little bit more thoughtful with extended responses than maybe they would be otherwise, because I don't know what they're thinking if they don't tell me what they're thinking. <laughs> but overall, the kids have been impressive. And my daughter and my, and uh, Miss Rhonda, they just tolerate me. I think. <laughs> they just tolerate. Well, you know, I get you're to watch about one documentary a day, 
And, uh, you know, that keeps me sane and it keeps them from going crazy. You know, we watched the entire Parks and Rec Ooh. in Netflix. So that's over. I don't have to watch any more of those. And I enjoyed them more than I should have. But uh, you know, it's, it's better than I expected. What book are you reading in eighth grade right now? Say again now? Sorry, what book are you reading in eighth grade right now? We're reading Narrative of the Life of an American Slave. It's okay. uh, written by a fellow named Frederick Douglass, mm -hmm. and we've we've used it for years. Um, and, you know, it's a great book. It's a great way to look into what happened with slaves. And the cool thing is, I think everybody who was in eighth grade at Chardon Middle School that's in the high school, they've read that book because both yeah. mates and I do it. So it's kind of something that everybody's got in common. Um, as an experience, but it, you know, if you want to learn what life's like, you listen to somebody who lived it. And so mm -hmm. that's kind of a cool thing about Fred for me as a history teacher. That's what I love about it. But the kids sure. are doing pretty well, you know, it's pretty exciting. Brother Goss, you're a storyteller. So are you, yeah. is your daughter and uh, wife running from you because you have no one to tell stories to? Um, uh, you know, since, <laughs> since that's funny, since are museums they, are closed, uh, then, you know, I'm just recycling stories because, you know, the, I remember the time when that gets, that gets old pretty fast yes, and yes. Elena will just disappear and I hear her door <laughs> close to her room and that's when I know, you know, she's hit the limit and Rhonda will say, you know, something about she's got to do something. She's got work to do, you know, ironing. <laughs> There's always something that seems like it makes more sense than listening to me tell a story. Although they've both been pretty good in, um, uh, watching documentaries. Everybody should watch How We Got to Now. It's in, I think it's in Amazon. Everybody should watch it. It's, it's amazing. Really, really big history science kind of merger. Oh, there's my phone. I'm going to ignore that. Um, <laughs> I don't usually answer the phone anyways. It's the real phone. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm missing out on? Uh, Brother Goss and I uh, shared uh, some topper times this year. And uh, primarily, we well, we read the Pioneers first quarter and uh, learned all about the beginnings of Ohio. It was amazing. And uh, we also increased numbers every quarter on the number of students we had. And we started reading about some presidents. And uh, so I miss being in that room, uh, for instance, most recently laughing about uh, uh, last quarter, we were <laughs> laughing about nicknames of, of politicians back in the day that were uh, maybe not so politically correct nowadays. And uh, so you can do that online, but it's different to uh, kind of hear the chuckles in the back of the room and things like that. So I, I'm, I'm really missing that. Yeah. So I yeah, have I, a, you know, everything out just said. I'm missing. I'm missing that too. And uh, I can play my music loud on Fridays, but Mrs. Herner just tells me to turn it off, and my dogs bark at me. So you know, it doesn't really help. I've tried to play it so loud that the police will come, but they probably have better things to do. So we'll have to alert yeah. Officer Carlson to that. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> so, uh, I, Mr. Herner, I, I have a couple of questions. I'm just going to ask one right now. One is, uh, you're your grandpa, and yeah. and it's, how has it been? Because you know, Dwight can say, "Hey, I can watch my daughter walk into a room and slam the door," 
and Ryan can say, my kid is fighting at my ankles and uh, Doug is watching his kids flying around during Kahoot. And you're like, I want to just hold my little babies. Uh, how's yeah. like, how are you connecting with your grandchildren and your that children? Has been, yeah, that's been, uh, that's been a rough thing that, uh, you know, FaceTime only goes so far. And uh, we had uh, our granddaughter, Hope, was born just before the quarantine started. So I got to hold her maybe a couple of times. And then and now uh, now she's just turning a month old and and uh, growing fast. And uh, so that part of it's tough. Uh, I have three granddaughters. All three are growing up fast, it looks like. And and uh, we've toyed with the idea of uh, going to their house on their back deck and seeing them through the through the sliding glass door. We haven't done that yet, uh, but uh, that's on the radar, possibly just to to be that close to them. So that's that part's been tough, and and you know you can connect all you want. Uh, everybody knows that from this experience electronically, but it's just not the same. And we just want to hold the the littlest one, hope uh, yeah. for sure. So. Yeah. You have to bring your dry erase markers for the back glass door. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do some lessons while we're there. <laughs> yes. Some ABCs. Our, the oldest granddaughter is Elsie, and she's starting kindergarten uh, uh, in Chardon uh, next year. So. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mr. Herner, usually this time of year, you're pretty busy with uh, some of our, our um, athletes that were on our podcast yesterday. Um, can you tell us what you're kind of missing about the uh, baseball season right now and baseball and softball seasons? Yeah, so I've gotten started with GTV doing some play-by-play uh, -play play action. In fact, uh, did the last boys baseball tournament game last year. Uh, and f uh, I guess Mr. Jevnikar felt like it went well enough that he, he talked to me about doing more games this year. So I was all geared up for that. And uh, that's just a blast because you get to live out your kind of your uh, your childhood uh, dreams of being hammy in the uh, in the booth and you know calling home runs and things like that. So uh, I was a little it was going to be a little daunting because he also wanted me to do lacrosse and oh, wow. uh, I know nothing about lacrosse. So <laughs> you know I was going to try to get my uh, actually was set to do the girls lacrosse game first ever right on march 20th and actually wanted a uh, crash course from mr hurl but but found that girls lacrosse rules are vastly different than boys lacrosse rules so even mr hurl but didn't want to take a stab at it so <laughs> that was going to be uh that was going to be an experience uh yeah. trying to learn about that but yeah so i'm definitely missing out on uh uh in my one of my previous lives uh, had me in a trajectory for uh, radio and television. I went to Ohio University. I have a, a, my undergraduate degree is a communications degree, and uh, got to do some uh, uh, some play by play and some radio there while I was there. Got out of college and quickly found out you can't make any money doing that. And uh, also wanted to get married to my high school sweetheart, which I did. Uh, but starting a family on uh, the uh, pittance I was making at actually two radio stations at the same time. I was on a station in Warren, Ohio in the mornings. I had about an hour's time to get to Kent to be on the air there. <laughs> 
And uh, also remember that I had two different names at the, the two different radio <laughs> <laughs> But even with two being on two stations, I, uh, you know, I wasn't making, you have to really be able to bounce around to different markets to be able to do that. So, so these things, doing this and being in the booth for football games kind of gives me a flavor for uh, some of those things that, uh, you know, uh, that are, are just a blast to do now mm -hmm. for me. And Mr. Goss, you're a permanent fixture for, I know, um, both basketball, both boys and girls basketball throughout the season. Do you have a spring sport that you love to watch? Um, track and field when it's not raining. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so about one meet a year? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When it's not raining or snowing in Chardon, I really like to watch track and field. I uh, coached track and field for a long, long time, way Spritz. before uh, – Probably you guys were around. I don't know if anybody was here when I was still coaching track and field. But um, uh, sort of when we had Elena, um, it became difficult to cover all those bases. So I quit coaching, and then I didn't start back again because I hate standing in the rain. And all the track and field athletes out there, they know what I'm talking about. That's all yes. you do. And those meets go by so quickly, you know, that uh, <laughs> yeah. each each, yeah. each meet seems like, seems like it takes a week to finish a meet. Yeah. So. Mr. Goss, yeah. you are yeah. very That's nimble. I the question is, <laughs> were you uh, the sprint coach? Uh, so, <laughs> believe it or not, I was a high jumper in high school. Um, yeah, I know it's crazy. I high jump. So I coached high jump and um, shot and disc. That probably makes more sense. But uh, you know, relays. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually um, uh, not the significant man that I am today back in um, uh, the 1980s. There was a little bit less of me, about half. <laughs> I, I do have a question because now we're learning that you are a man of many skills. A lot of our, our folks out there listening don't know that you are actually quite handy. You're really good with your hands and like fixing oh. things. And um, have you had to do any house projects while we've been out? You know, you like to pipe fit and do all those things in your basement and other people's homes anything you've been working on yeah, yeah i've actually been uh building cabinets for our ronda and i's bedroom bathroom so um uh, i've been working on that i'll share some pictures once i have some pictures that are worth sharing but it's kind of you know it's kind of a cool hobby it's not a cheap hobby but it's kind of a cool hobby and uh keeps me out of trouble and, you know, I go and hang out in the wood shop when the girls are really tired of me. And, you know, I walk into the room and they just roll their eyes. So that's sort of my indication that I'm supposed to leave the house. So I'll go hang out. With them. <laughs> yeah. Is that the yeah. no, thanks wood shop that you I Is that the wood shop that you built several years back? Yeah. 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 It's just just up over the hillside here, still on the same place, but just up over the bank. That's what I tell the girls. I say, I'll see you in a little bit. I'm going up over the bank. And I hang out there for a few hours until I think it's probably safe to come back down. And then I come back to the house. Does uh, Rhonda have so one of uh, those dinner bells that you can run down the hill? <laughs> no, I've actually, I've actually kind of taken over um, supper responsibilities. So I've been cooking supper uh, a lot. That's why We're still trying to go out to eat. Going. But... You know, we ordering in. It's kind of hard to to do that just to kind of help the restaurants out that are around us. Herner, you talked about that before this all got rolling, and uh, it's a good idea. But you know, it's it's just tough to get out 
to be able to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. what I was going to ask you guys. What's the what's your best uh, quarantine meal safari? There's something you've ordered in or ate, and then also we have a holiday coming up this weekend. What's on your uh, what's on your Easter uh, menu? Mm. I make some pork and beans that'll make your mama cry. I'm sure more than your mama cry. <laughs> oh yeah, they are delicious. <laughs> people people would eat these and think to themselves, "I probably could never eat anybody else's pork and beans again." But I'm just I'm not bragging. That's just what I've told myself over the past. <laughs> I'm wow. sure there's Can a we get melt- carry out. Can we get carry out pork and beans yeah. from your carry out pork and beans cur- yeah. curbside? Yes. Uh, would there be a scene from a Mel Brooks film happening after that meal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Any father uh, that watches this is laughing because they have seen the film. And Mr. Herner, what, what about you? What are your what's your um, your meal you've made or meal you've ordered in? Well, I had some great uh, fish carryout uh, from. Uh, 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 Square Bistro last Friday. Uh, and then I, I was walking through as uh, St. Mary's has their famous fish fry. And now they are uh, doing a curbside, a drive through that uh, looking at their, their mechanism was, it was amazing the way they were just uh, getting fish dinners out. Like, you know, it was, it was amazing to watch. It was quite the, uh, quite the show. Was it so, a lean process? As far as cooking, it was. It looked like a pretty lean process. Yes, they had uh, different, different stations. The car, cars drove to different stations. Uh, they had drones flying overhead to make sure that no, there were not drones. But, uh, 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 it looked like a pretty good process. I'm cooking a little myself, but we get one of those. Uh, it's called Home Chef, so one of those services where you have everything in the package. I pretty much have to do it that way if I'm going to do it. Someone has to give me step by step instructions they i'm i'm disappointed that you know they make you cut up the vegetables and stuff they don't even have those cut up for you, but, uh, but they they tend to you know they come out okay the only thing is mrs herner is is like how do you come up with so many pots and pans it's because that's what the directions say take out another pan and so usually one meal and i've got the sink completely full so does it look like pots the picture does it look like um, the never, never, <laughs> <laughs> it never does. Now, I usually have share, things in the wrong place. So you guys share the duties, uh, you know, you cook, she cleans up or, or it's you, you make the mess, you clean up the mess. Well, she works for university hospitals and she has been working a lot of 12 hour days. So typically I'll have that meal. She gets off at 7 PM. Uh, she gets there at six 30. Uh, and gets off at seven, so gets home after seven thirty. So, try not to make her clean up too much uh, after the meal as well. So she's been working a lot of days. So, uh, um, wow. you know, Did she come home uh, and come home and really like talk about the changes in her life in the last two and a half weeks of things that have changed in procedures. Well, her, uh, and she used to be an ICU nurse and actually her unit, uh, she, uh, 24 years at university hospital in the medical intensive care unit, which means that is the unit that's the hot zone now. So a lot of her friends, she's been talking to her friends that are still there. She has now for the last couple of years been working in a place they call the transfer center where, uh, kind of 
kind of looks like the matrix. She's got several screens in front of her and they transfer the doctors call in there and they transfer patients around. Uh, and that's where the, the uh, COVID hotline comes into now as well. Uh, the, the center's kind of set up so that they'll be, they, you know, they are the uh, kind of the epicenter for any information that goes out or those kinds of things. Um, and so she's actually worked the hotline as well, which means uh, they have two hotlines, one for the general public and one for doctors trying to get answers as well. So some days she answers that hotline and other days she does her normal work. So that's been different for her and different has been uh, the number of days. Uh, she's just coming off six days in a row working now, I think. So um, wow. when they're 12 hour days, that's uh, yeah, so. Wow. So guys, um, anyway, didn't, didn't mean to bring the conversation down here. Let's make always, another joke. Let's make fun of uh, Mr. Goss a little bit more. And, uh, no, Goss is beautiful. <laughs> when, we get to these points, when we get to these points, we make fun of Kovach. So that's the perfect segue. <laughs> you know, make fun of Kovach. Doesn't matter if he's here. Doesn't matter if he's here. Right. No. 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 My, he listens every day. My, my wife he's is actually like, here. He's he just hasn't stood up yet, so. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do while we're uh, we're in here? I'm going to I'm going to add him in here for a second while we're talking to see if we can um, go yeah, live with him. Get him. Yeah, we'll yeah, see if we can so get him. He could defend himself. You know, yeah. in my household, we we talk about we have breakfast, we have lunch, and then we have dinner. But uh, I, I hear a different word used instead of dinner. Oh yeah. Anyone want to weigh in on what that word is? <laughs> supper 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 ah, that sounds like yeah. my dad loved it, it. From brother goss so so dinner is only eaten sunday after church mm -hmm. every other day of the week your evening meal is called supper yeah yeah i, yeah. I never heard of anybody having dinner in the evening until we moved up here huh. um supper is your late night meal dinner is your sunday after your after church on sunday meal and even on sunday evening that's still called supper yeah it's weird isn't it that's some geography yeah. right there well yeah. i grew up in rural trumbull county and that's we had supper yeah so i, I yeah. don't know if it's a yeah. farm thing or uh but the one thing that the weird. murrays have been uh creating and it's a it's a murray thing we call uh meals in between lunch and dinner we used to say who's ready for some liner uh we eat liner around here <laughs> <laughs> yeah sounds delicious they are delicious especially uh, when, uh when we were cooking on a blackstone re uh, recently you look like the swedish chef out there he's like it's mm -hmm. <laughs> just like cooking like crazy wow. yeah it's good stuff uh when i'm here by myself I, nobody yells at me if at lunch i eat beefaroni so that's that's <laughs> probably my favorite lunch that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the kindergartner and you're trying to get out that's it. Yeah. We talked, we talked to Quinn Allen last week, who's one of our Kahoot uh, frequenters. And he said, I asked him if he's still eating his um, Alfredo he eats every day at lunch. And he said, absolutely. He's on it. So uh. that's, that's still for his Alfredo dinner. He gets it. And now while we wait here for Kovach for a second, what do you, um, who do you miss the most? Like in like, you can go broad stroke here in your, your teaching. Cause you guys, you both go from eighth to 12th grade, really. Like, what do you miss mm -hmm. the most in your day-to-day -day experiences? 
Mm, brother oh, gosh, you want to take that first while there's, I think? I don't There's so so many there's things. So much. The eighth graders are just always crazy excited. <laughs> you know, they're just just <laughs> energy looking for direction. And I'm not usually the guy that can point them in the direction. I just try to, you know, keep them in the same room together. So that'd be the eighth grade. You know, what I miss the most is they're just energetic as I'll get out. And um uh with with the upperclassmen, it's the capacity to have a conversation about big stuff, you know, mm -hmm. actually things that are important and valuable and could make a difference, not just now, but, you know, probably, you know, in the future. And I, I really miss those, those thoughtful conversations and, you know, a bad um, uh, dad jokes, not a bad thing. Either, <laughs> you know. well, speaking of bad dad jokes, there it is. One just, oh, one just oh, oh. Hey, <laughs> Now, What's today's dad, dad joke? Really just joined us. Yeah, tell us You're your dad live. joke today. You are live. Well, uh, dad, you, you put me on the spot with a dad joke. Uh, <laughs> okay, why don't you use doll pencils? Because they're know. pointless. Uh, uh, you got better ones. Uh, <laughs> what, do you, what do you call a group of singing whales? An orchestra. Uh <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Can we just make fun of your hat that's sideways? <laughs> Wait, no, that's where the sun usually is when I walk, so it's actually in the perfect location. Speaking of the sun, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have like a weird sunburn if I stay out here much longer. Hey, Kobach. I know I like your your remote learning outside. Perfect. Yes. Her, Herner's beard Mr. is Herner, ten I'm times better than yours. Herner's beard is ten times better than mine, and that I is the thing. I have to bleach it out to get it like this, you know. So yeah, and that's okay. I'm I'm proud of the beard, and it's not even mine. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Thank one you. of the reasons why we bring you up here, Mr. Kovach, is because uh, Herner and Goss are in the same room, and your office is like literally three feet away from their classroom, and you always come in, usually mm -hmm. interrupting something. Um, yes. <laughs> and then you walk out, and then they usually have to clean up your mess. <laughs> I'm not saying that's exactly what happens, but it's pretty close. Uh, you know, I do my thing, tell a couple jokes, and walk out. You know what happens after that? I was never sure, but now I know. <laughs> By clean up your mess, he means we make fun of you after you leave. So. Never, hey, never. As, long, as never. long as people are smiling, that's okay. <laughs> I'll take it. Hey, where's Hans and Franz right now? They're actually sleeping right now. They're nap, and then we're going to go for a family walk because that's what we've been doing a lot in the quarantine time. Nice. Mr. Herner, what you were talking before, um, what, what about you? What do you miss um, most about uh, the actual school building and maybe not the building itself, but, but the, the people in the building, maybe? Um, well, anybody that knows me knows I have a pretty dry sense of humor. <laughs> and uh, so, and I have those students who get that, and some students who who don't. But the ones who get it, you know, it's the it's the sly wink, wink, and it just doesn't come over as well on uh, electronically. I don't believe, yeah. you know, t people talk over you and those kinds of things. So I don't think the humor comes across like it does in the classroom. And then when you do get those students who who kind of get you, uh, then that's a lot of fun as well. A lot of learning can come out of that as well. So you usually uh, put a quote of the day on your whiteboard. Have you been doing those with your kids in your classes? 
I have been putting them in each uh, classroom. I like the feature that you can just post them in every classroom. And uh, yeah, t uh, I've also been putting on a, a Mr. Hyam's best practices. Uh, uh, he's got a, a Padlet that is best practices. So I've been putting them on there. So Mr. Hyam puts up this nice inspirational quote and then I follow it with uh, like today's. It said, I wonder if uh, regular dogs see a police dog and say oh no it's the cops yeah you know <laughs> things like that just amusing things i very very you should, have said the, you should have said the fuzz that would have been funny uh, uh, fuzz. Uh, yeah. well, i need you that takes it up i needed you yeah. when i when i used yeah. to walk in there and see them i used to actually use the jack handy voice and now deep thoughts yeah <laughs> The other day it was, uh, did, did you know that everything in the universe is either a potato or not a potato? Uh, I saw that one. Mm -hmm. That's true, too. And I actually had a student today uh, join the classroom and said, Mr. Herner, I've been thinking about your thought of the day and I can't figure it out. I asked your mom, my mom, and she couldn't figure it out. It was the one that said, uh, the early bird gets the worm, but the second mouse gets the cheese. That is true. She's like, I'm said, okay, mouse trap. You know, the first mouse gets caught, and then the second mouse gets it. So then she she got it. So there it is. anyway, did they ask yeah. you what a mouse trap was? <laughs> <laughs> well, they I think they've seen a few around the school because of our uh, uh, you know our great uh, uh, facilities. Uh, but anyway, now let's, go be, far. let's be let's be fair. You do think they're clean buildings? They just Absolutely. need to be Absolutely. new buildings. Well, they're just, uh, there are openings where uh, birds and mice and worms even get in. I've, I've taken a picture of the ramp uh, where the worms have been able to come through where the, uh, the metal has rusted out on, on the bottom. They come, they come from the courtyard uh, into the ramp. So We are a know. house for all, big and small. We Not quite accept inclusive. everyone. We accept everybody. That's right. <laughs> So as we transition, guys, uh, any shout outs uh, that you want to give out for family, friends, students, other teachers, colleagues, or anything you want to say about Kovach's face is fine, too. Mm, don't get me started. <laughs> I, ho I hope that's a good don't get me started. Well... <laughs> Uh, I just say I miss everybody. Wish we could be together instead of doing this remote stuff. But uh, if this had been just 15 years ago, we wouldn't be doing this. So mm -hmm. we'd have been sitting in summer school. Good call. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Yeah, just uh, uh, missing the days of not having the social distance, you know, high fiving a kid and slapping them on the back of the I know I never did that. <laughs> <laughs> you know that kid that's sleeping and pulling their hat off and smacking them with it those kinds of things you know no no no, no never 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 uh, no. excellent well thank you guys yeah. for joining us today we definitely appreciate your uh, your time and your your humor this afternoon it was definitely a good time for a laugh and uh, you know hopefully we can Maybe do this again sometime, or I don't know what we talked about before we got on. Maybe playing a game of some sorts. Maybe we'll have to maybe we'll have to test our trivia knowledge at some point in a in a game or something here. 
Yeah. Oh, you don't want to do that again, Turner and I. <laughs> I didn't be, say I was going to win, yeah. but yeah, who said you guys were a team? First I called you two I, up. I call Sam, you know. You know. <laughs> yeah. I call Gus. And hey. Kyle, you'll get you'll get picked last. That's just like the, the <laughs> just like murder ball, you know. Hey, just like my trivia Kahoot game has been good lately. I've been I've been well, that's true. you have been yeah. on the you got to my boys today, Kovac. Young boy, or, or did I let him win? I don't know. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks for all your hard work. We appreciate it. Obviously, yeah. we'll see you guys in meetings in the next couple of days, but you know, blessings to you and your a, families. Been an honor being on here with you guys. Hey, could and you give you us some? Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> hey, Herner, we do need some advice. Uh, we don't have radio faces or voices. We're kind of just here. Give us some advice of what we could do better. What can you do better? Uh, you guys are doing well. Um, Kyle needs to lower his voice a little, maybe, and <laughs> then he'll be fine. But no, uh, I. The problem is you can see your face because when I'm up in the uh, up in the uh, football booth up there, I make all kinds of strange faces as I'm announcing things. So, uh, you know, I might do something like, uh, "What do I do?" Uh, Check out the topper merchandise in the in the topper shop. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't see me doing it, so you know, just comes up across the loudspeakers. That's it. Uh, all right. Well, we appreciate you. We thank you, and certainly uh, send all of the best to your families, um, and keep on doing the great work because these kids absolutely adore everything you're doing in the classrooms. They really do. Mm -hmm. Peace out, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Peace. Thanks. Have a great one. Thanks for having me. See you guys.